0: Welcome to another episode of Cuter review Uh, Sorry to leave y'all hanging for so long You know, it's the holiday season Been busy at work, busy at home So, you know, but Here goes another one Anyway, we're gonna Jump into some movie news Uh, First things up LeBron says Space Jam 2 Won't have the Monstars in it So Uh Who the hell is he going to be playing against then? If it's just other basketball players, man, that shit. I don't know. We could just watch a real game for that shit. Anyway, I guess we'll see. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer confirms that she is returning for Ant-Man 3. Uh, So, yeah. Ant-Man 3, I can't believe he's getting a third one, but, you know, whatever. Spider-Man 3. Now, this is a trilogy I'm definitely interested in. Uh, They are bringing back Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Kirsten Dunst, Kirsten, however you say it, whatever, Andrew Garfield, Jamie Foxx with the two X's, uh, and Alfred Molina, yet Sony still insists that they are not making a live action Spider-Verse. Oh, I mean, it definitely sounds like one, but I guess, again, we'll have to just wait and see. Definitely excited for whatever they're doing. Uh, let's see. Jared Leto uh, pr- revealed that the upcoming mo- uh, film Morbius will be a part of an expanding universe of characters uh, that could eventually see a Spider-Man crossover. So that could be pretty dope. I hope Marvel's involved in it, uh, you know, as much as possible. So. Because Sony on their own is just not that great, which is why this, these Spider-Man movies are so much better than the other ones. <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's see. There are plans for seven more Kingsman movies. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, I really like the first two. I never got around to seeing the third. Uh, I'm going to try and check it out on some type of streaming platform one day. But, you yeah, the first two are really good, especially the first one. <laughs> Uh, What else do we got? Ah, the Russo Brothers. Uh, They say that an an extraction shared movie universe is in the works. So that could be pretty dope. Uh, If you haven't checked out Extraction, it's the uh, Chris Hemsworth movie on Netflix. Pretty good. Uh, It came out over the quarantine. I would say it's, it's definitely in Netflix's top five movies ever made. And when I say that, I mean top five Netflix made movies, meaning it's an original Netflix movie, not a movie that's just on Netflix. Anyway, Oscar Isaac uh, has been cast as Solid Snake for Metal Gear Solid movie. And I mean, that's perfect casting. if If I say so myself, I mean, dude literally looks like Solid Snake. Just throw a little gray on them. it uh, look like an older version. So it just depends on what you're going for. And uh, yeah, that's it for the, new, for the movie news this week. Uh, now for this week's episode, we have Menace to Society. So what are you going to do, KD? You're going to mess around out there in the streets? till you get killed? What's that, sir? You got to think about your life. Black man in America isn't easy. All I'm saying is survive. So, Minister Society was directed by the Hughes brothers, uh, who are known for Dead Presidents, From Hell. Uh, that movie stars Johnny Depp, uh, and then The Book of Eli, among some other things, but those are like their, their big three. Well, big four if you count Minnesota Society. Society. Uh, the movie stars Tyron Turner, who really never did anything else of note after this movie. I mean, the, the next biggest thing I could think of was, you know, him eating a banana in Belly. You know the, you know, the famous scene. Drop. might have to drop a dime on the next one. Sure. You know what I'm saying? The film also stars Lorenz Tate uh, Glenn O.G. Bobby Johnson Plummer Jada Pinkett Smith uh, MC8 Clifton Pinky Powell Too Short Bill Duke Charles S. Dutton uh, A young Clifton Collins Jr. Making his, uh, his acting debut uh, As Vato Number 2 that's what they have him lift, listed as. He's a really good actor, though. Uh, if you want to check him out in something that's pretty good, he's in the movie Triple Nine, which just popped up on Netflix. It's in their top ten right now. I think it was like, you know, the number five ranked movie uh, for the week. Really good movie. Him, Anthony Mackey, who's becoming the black man and everything, and uh, Casey Affleck. Really good. Definitely check that out. Maybe I'll do one on that one also. Uh, who else Ah, in a brief but memorable appearance uh by Samuel l. jackson uh, and yes, he does manage to get off a few motherfuckers despite being in the movie for maybe three minutes, so <clears throat> shout out to Samuel l uh let's see the movie came out in nineteen ninety three had a budget of three point five million uh which is a lot for first time filmmakers in the early 90s. Like that's pretty wild. Uh uh box office brought in 27.9 million, so not a huge success, but it didn't lose any money and it's definitely a cult classic, definitely a hood classic. Uh you know, I think it makes everyone's top 5 hood movies, so you know. Uh Rotten Tomatoes surprisingly high. Uh just I mean to me for the type of movie that it is, I wouldn't expect like the critics to rate it that high. And then honestly, the majority of people I feel who vote on Rotten Tomatoes cuz I don't go in there and do that shit and I don't know anybody who does, I feel like they are you know eh, a lighter shade of skin tone. You know, if you know if you catch my drift. Anyway. <laughs> uh so, yeah. Uh, it's uh, 84% for the critics, 93% for the audience. So like I said, I definitely didn't expect this for a hood movie, especially the critic score. Like I figured, you know, the critics would just shoot it down, but hey, they loved it. Uh, I loved it. My score, I gave it a five out of five. Um, you know, it's one of my favorite hood movies ever and probably the one that I relate to the most. Uh, I feel like I was about eight or nine when I saw the movie for the first time. And I don't know if I was immediately influenced by the movie, uh, but I watched it a lot through the years. And I know by junior high, like, I I felt like I really wanted to be like Kane. Um, you know, there's a lot of scenes that, that stuck out to me. Yeah. Uh, but I remember my mom being a little upset that my cousin, Clinay showed me this movie because she didn't think I was ready to see it. You know that young, uh, but yeah, you know, which is also kind of wild to me because I had a young mom uh, who basically raised me on like Ice Cube, Ice T, and DJ Quick. So you know, anyway, that's a different story for a different podcast. Uh, let's see, the movie uh, focuses on Kane, played by Tyron Turner. Uh, he's fresh out of high school, can't seem to stay out of trouble. Uh, it all starts when him and his best friend, Odal, played by Lorenz Tate, go to a liquor store to buy some beer. Uh, they're followed around the store by one of the owners and rudely told to hurry up and buy, you know, famous line, uh, uh, which is actually something I'm very familiar with growing up in, uh, in L.A. Uh, like I didn't grow up in South Central L.A. I grew up in Southwest L.A., so eh, just a matter of like. 10 to 20 blocks away, still not the greatest neighborhood, but not as bad as that South Central area over there off of like Florence and Normandy, that, uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, you know, we used to go in the liquor stores to buy candy as a kid and the, uh, the owners and shopkeepers, they would follow you around and fucking just stand at the end of the aisle, watch your every move and Basically tell you to hurry up and buy. Uh, You know, I've gotten in a lot of arguments with with some of them before growing up. Never to the point of uh, flipping out like, oh, dog. But anyway, uh, they pay for the beer. And as they're leaving, the clerk says to, oh, dog, I feel sorry for your mother. um, Which causes him to lose it and kill the owner and his wife. Um, Yeah. Pretty much immediately after that, uh, he leaves a graduation party uh, with his cousin to go get something to eat. Uh, They wind up up getting robbed at the light. Uh, His cousin gets killed and he gets shot in the shoulder. Well, Kane gets shot in the shoulder. Um, And then it just it literally just keeps going downhill from there. So Kane just can't catch a break. Uh, I know this movie is old and, you know, the majority of y'all have probably seen it, but I'm not going to go any further for the few of you who are, you know, out the loop on this. Uh, It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely go check it out. You can find it on HBO uh, or HBO Max, HBO On Demand. You know, if you have HBO, then you have access to all of those things. And uh, now we're going to move on to my favorite scene. Uh, I actually have three of them. So uh, the first is when they go to get the dudes back uh, to kill Cousin Harold. Uh, that burger place was actually down the street from where I used to live. I don't remember if we used to eat there or not, but I used to see it all the time. Anyway, um, yeah, that's when you get the famous line. Uh, hey, homie, um, you need some help? Or some, What does he say? Yeah, hey, homie, you need some help? Hey, homie, you need some help? My second favorite scene uh, is when Kane robs the dude in the drive-thru and he makes him order a double cheeseburger. That shit was hilarious. Turn that motherfucking shit down. Nigga, what the fuck you want from me? Nigga, you know what the fuck I want, nigga. I want your motherfucking Dayton's and your motherfucking stereo. And I'll take a double burger with cheese. What? Motherfucker order my motherfucking food. Uh, let me have a double burger, uh, some fries. What the fuck I said with cheese, nigga? Hey, yo, uh, make that a double burger with cheese. See y'all made me shoot your stupid ass over nothing. And, uh, the last scene, uh, the last of my favorite scenes is when he's looking back on his life at the end and, uh, he's remembering when his grandfather asked him if he cared if he lives or die or not lives or dies or not uh that scene really makes you think so yeah and uh, let's see now it's uh, time for some trivia trivia time all right so the first bit of trivia uh tupac was originally originally cast to play sharif uh, but was fired which led to a physical fight with co-director alan hughes Uh, Shakur was, I don't know why I'm, Tupac was charged with uh, assault and battery. Uh, Pac bragged about the altercation on an appearance on Yo! MTV Raps. A tape of the appearance was played at the trial as as evidence against Tupac, and he was sentenced to 15 days in jail. Yeah, Pac was a wild boy. Uh, let's see, production was shut down for two days when members of the Hacienda Village Bloods uh, shot up the set. That's wild, never heard of that one before. And uh, Oh yeah, I guess they did shoot the movie in Watts, so yeah, that makes sense. Let's see, the movie was the feature film debut for uh, Lorenz Tate. Oh, O-Dog was his first role, that's Wild came out the gate swinging hard. Anyway, uh, New Line Cinema mandated that a platinum rapper be cast in the film, and so MC8 was cast as AWACS, and it must have been giving away platinum records in the, in the 90s, because, yeah, that nigga was trash. I've, I can't think of one single MC8 song that I like, not even the fucking main song in the movie, so, yeah, anyway. Uh, MC Wren from NWA was originally set to play the character A.W.A.X. Wax, uh, and in my opinion, that would have been a better choice. But whatever. Uh, let's see. The F word and its derivatives uh, are used 305 times during the course of the film. I really wonder whose job it is to sit there and like count shit like that. Uh, I wonder how much they get paid, and where do you sign up? Because if they're making like 60, 60, 70, 80 grand a year, shit, I'll do it. Sit around and watch movies, counting curse words, that's a dream job. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Let's see. Clifton Powell, MC8, and Samuel Jackson have later voiced major antagonists in the 2004 popular video game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas which apparently Menace to to Society served as one of the main inspirations. Who was it? Oh, MC8 was... uh... No, who the fuck was MC8 in in Grand Theft Auto? I know Samuel Jackson was. And I know who Clifton Powell was. Huh, I gotta go back and play that game. Anyway, uh, I wish they would remaster that. You know, they keep remastering all these... Fucking Call of Duties, remastered San Andreas, shit. Anyway, uh, the scene where Kane visits uh Parnell in prison, A.K.A. O.G. Bobby Johnson, uh, was added later on when Newline asked uh, the movie to have more heart and make it lighter. Let's see. According to screenwriter Tiger Williams, the character O Dog is supposed to be only 15 years old, and his friends are all 17 to 18 years old. That's wild. For him to be that reckless at 15, damn. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess he didn't do life when they caught him. Shit, yeah. Let's he would have got out 25 years later if he was 15. Oh no, they'd probably charge him as an adult. Anyway. Uh, Tiger Williams uh, wrote the script in 28 days over six weeks. Uh, he and the Hughes brothers developed the story together. And yeah, that's it for trivia. And now for my top five. Top five! All right, so for top five, uh, this week we're going to do uh, top five hood movies. So my top five uh, number one, Menace to Society. So, no surprise there. Uh, I say it all the time. So, number two, uh, Boys in the Hood. You know, I think they're like two years apart. And, you know, set in the same type of neighborhood and everything. So, definitely relatable also. Uh, Number three is going to be Training Day. Yeah, Denzel played this shit out of Alonzo. Number four is going to be Juice. And number five... South Central. Now I know some of y'all might be like thinking, like, what about New Jack City paid in full? Um I don't consider those hood movies. Uh those are more so drug dealing movies. So I have them in a different category. If I were to put them in hood movies, uh they would probably be number one and number two. So, yeah, if you just wanna know. But yeah, I don't consider them hood movies. Uh any movie that I consider a hood movie just like movies just about random hood shit. Not focused on like one particular aspect of the hood where, you know, Peyton Full and New Jack City was pretty much strictly about selling dope. So that's why they get their own category. Anyway, uh, it's been real. Uh, Hopefully I get another episode or two out before Christmas. You know. I'll do my best. Can't promise y'all nothing. But uh definitely like, listen, share, subscribe. Thanks for everybody who is out there listening. Uh shout out to um all my international uh listeners. Uh we got the Philippines, Mexico, um, you know, London all of the uk where else did i see um i can't think of everything right now but you know shout out to everybody for listening uh well shout out to marty shout out to macy (laughs) uh for pressing me you know and yeah tell a friend to tell a friend and y'all be safe out there and you know happy holidays after stomping our little cousin like that, I knew I was going to have to deal with that fool someday. Damn. I never thought he'd come back like this. Blasting. Like I said, it was funny like that in the hood sometimes. I mean, you never knew what was going to happen or when. I had done too much to turn back. And I'd done too much to go on. I guess in the end, it all catches up with you. My grandpa asked me one time if I care whether I live or die. Yeah, I do. Now it's too late.